Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right. Good day. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And happy weekends to everyone listening because we are streaming this episode live today for our Live the Fuel fans on Facebook. And yes, it's a Saturday afternoon here on the East Coast. And depending on what time zone is listening, morning for everybody else. So I'm excited to bring on a new guest co-host today because we are going to be talking just a hair about health, maybe just a little bit about lifestyle, uh, because she's someone that I did not know existed. Uh, shout out to a past guest co-host of Multiple Times Over, the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. Anthony J of AJ Consulting. For the regular listeners, uh, he and I rocked out a live Facebook feed about my DNA health, gosh, almost a year and a half ago, maybe even almost two years ago. I got to go back and look at those dates. But things have changed and grown so much that he now has coaches. And uh, I got one of them for you guys today. And uh, that's right. We're talking about a DNA health coach. So let me give you the quick skinny on her. So Karen is a former marketing professional. I am a current marketing professional, turned teacher, turned self-taught health enthusiast who has turned away from the standard American diet, a.k.a. the SAD diet and lifestyle, as well as the current model of Western medicine to treat and reverse a variety of medical conditions, some more serious than others, uh, for both herself and members of her family. So there's a lot more to her. There's a lot of health here, a lot of science education. Uh, there's a for some people, that's just it's just a big mess, and they kind of ignore it and don't even stay on it. Uh, but anyway, she's tuning in today from Boston, Massachusetts. She might know a little bit about some fertility, too. So without further ado, Karen Kelly, welcome to the show. Scott, thanks. I'm real happy to be here. And uh, by the way, congrats on your first uh, noise-canceling headset. So <laughs> just bought special for the occasion. Yeah. And <laughs> so, yeah, real quick, because I love doing this, we've got a newbie, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Deesh. We are uh, – I've said it before, pardon the term. I have. Uh, we're popping the podcasting cherry, uh, and she's got her first noise-canceling headset because we are her mm-hmm. first podcast Fact. in the mm-hmm. online digital space, which is great, right? Because didn't you hint that you're – your husband knows a little bit about podcasting? No, I mean, he, he produces his own podcast and <laughs> does it all the time and shares it on social media, promotes it. He's like you. He's like one of those ad-free content mm-hmm. guys, and um, he does a great job at it. And I, like I was telling you before, I'm always laughing at the people who come in here so nervous. Can we shout out his name? Yeah, his, his Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly. What, and real quick, what's his show? He does the Mass Construction Show. It's a, it's a show about the construction industry specific to Massachusetts. Oh. Um, it's, it's actually pretty cool. He had Dr. J on to do his DNA because it's not specific, you know, it's not industry specific. It yep. applies to everybody. But within your industry, you can have, you know, health concerns come up based on the kind of lifestyle you have. Oh, I'm with you. Uh, my mm-hmm. largest client and I do most of my business travel for is uh, the uh, industry of HVACR. So heating, mm-hmm. air conditioning, ventilation, mm-hmm. refrigeration. And uh, one of the companies that her company represents that I help them do marketing for and sales sales for is actually specifically niched in indoor air quality. So sure. indoor air quality is huge and yeah. uh, they deal with like all the high end filtration, but as well as uh, UV lights and things to sterilize, not just the air, but they have an entire water line, mm-hmm. which we are probably going to talk a little about today about mm-hmm. cross contamination in our water supplies. So, mm-hmm. so listen, let's, let, let's dive in on this. So okay. right off the bat, why did you decide to become a fellow AJ Consulting geek? Oh, I mean, e- easy, easy. I love that you lobbed me a softball for the first one. I mean, yeah. so the way the backstory here is, you know, Anthony was out here. Well, you call him AJ sometimes. I, I'm not one of those. People. I have like I three different him. ways of calling him. Doctor J. That's all the same guy, but he was out in Boston at BU doing his doctorates oh. for biochemistry. So that's how we met. We ran in similar circles with him and his wife. And um, so we how many years back is that? goodness five eight five six maybe okay um or seven it was before he was even dr j he was just old like anthony just an old country boy trying to catch a fish you know yeah which he still does go catch a fish still is yeah he still is that guy (laughs) just a real smart one but he like so we became friends and spent a lot of time together and he had we had a lot of just table conversations about like health and wellness and he knows my story pretty well so when he started to grow aj consulting and add on the coaches so that people could get access to this um he gave me the opportunity to join in and it's like i mean if you think the guy is great and you really respect what he does or the girl whoever like the answer is like uh let me think about it yes i would love to do that because he's remarkable and he's doing some great work and i'm psyched to be part of it 
Well, I love the fact that you and I cross paths a little bit on the business, the marketing side of things too, because I tell you all the time, like I didn't always choose to become a sales and marketing professional over the years. I mean, I'm a former firefighter. And before that, mm -hmm. I was a corporate space guy. I spent time in IT. I spent time in telecom. I, I grew up as a, as a farm kid too. So that's where, mm -hmm. you know, AJ and I get along on that side of the fence. Uh, I mean, mm -hmm. so I always remind people that, you know, actually part of the show's purpose too is reminding people like it's okay to change gears and mm. adapt and learn new things, especially yeah. which what I'm hearing is you stumble across something that's actually taps even more into your passion yeah. and something you care so much more about. Yeah. And you know, what I like about this and what I've learned from this is, you know, I, to be in my fields, my previous work, you know, mm -hmm. I had to be very specialized, very highly trained and highly educated. And I was a specialist, you know, and in this work with Anthony is like, I am self-taught, um, but I've been vetted through him, right? Because he knows that I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but it, it has really taught me a little bit about humility, you know, like, I'm not in a position to say that I'm a specialist. Um, I'm, I've read a lot about this stuff. And so I am very well aware that because I haven't heard anybody else say these words, I might even be mispronouncing some of them. Mm -hmm. But the concepts, the ideas, are solid, you know yeah. what I mean? And it just helps me remember like, you know something, I'm not perfect and it's okay to say I'm not perfect. And that was something that took me years to come to. You know, it's okay to, to not be right all the time um, as long as you're giving good information. Yes, um, and accepting and being truthful that if you don't know something, yeah. if this is something I've coached and trained people on the sales side forever, I was like, listen guys, or ladies or gentlemen, um, right. if you don't know something, that little, Adism about fake it till you make it. Eh, mm -mm. Okay, be careful with that. Mm -hmm. If you definitely don't know something, most of the time in the business world, at least, I'm I respect somebody more who says, you know, I don't know the answer to that just yet, right. but I know people that do. Let me get mm -hmm. back to you. Can you yeah. give me a day? Can you give me a week? Whatever the timeline is, and I much more respect that. Yeah, right? I agree with you. Yeah, and I think that's hard to do sometimes when you're the guy or the woman in the room who's supposed to be the guy who knows stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's harder to do, but I, I've sat in on some of the, the DNA calls that Anthony has done. And even, I mean, gosh, you know how smart this guy is, mm. but even he has said, Hey, that's a good question. I'm not really sure. I'm not sure if scientists know this yet. Um, if we do, I certainly don't. And yeah. I, maybe we'll look into it. And like, so when I heard him say that, I'm like, man, he's one of the smartest people I know. And I, I just learned a lot from that. From yeah. him. Well, and I think that's actually pretty inspiring because he, you know, he's the PhD, right? He's not, mm -hmm. he's not trying, he wasn't trying to become a coach per se, but mm -hmm. if he's passing on his knowledge and his software technology and everything else that you as coaches like you are using, uh, whether you like it or not, you are a teacher, you are a mm -hmm. coach, however you want to call it, teacher, coach, whatever, but you do have to pass that on. And if you can yeah. make it translatable and understandable to people like yourselves, that makes yeah. it even easier for you then to translate it and make it more understandable yeah. to the consumer. Yeah. And what he sees too is like, you know, by profession, I'm a teacher. So he knows that I have the skill to distill things down for people to understand. And that's why he wants me on the team. Not because, you know, I'm a biochemist. Yeah. Right. Because that would be pointless. <laughs> and I, I've learned that from public speaking. I've been increasing. I've actually been having fun. My wife says I do talk too much. But, hey, if people are going to pay me to talk, <laughs> I'm all right with it. Right. So, <laughs> But I've learned that in speaking, too, is I usually like to speak about, you know, obviously, subjects I'm passionate about. Mm. But, again, if you're a great learner and you want to pass the knowledge on, great, I'm going to acquire this knowledge, and now I can pass it on in a public speaking uh, venue. And then mm -hmm. if, there, if there's some Q&A afterwards, and people bring up questions I can't specifically answer right then and there, I'll say, listen, let me take note of that. Let me go back to you on that. Mm -hmm. uh, because I do value uh, people's questions, and I do want to get the answers back to them. I tell people time on the podcast, it's like, I've been running this show for over three years, and there's, I, I've learned, oh my God, like exponentially, more thanks mm -hmm. to running a show, listening to people like yourself and AJ. And I tell people all the time, like, okay, well, I might learn it in, in about a week or two, depending on who I get on the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and the truth is, you know, where, where it comes to learning new concepts, sometimes you just need to hear it over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So, like, I know you've had Anthony on a lot of times, and there's, I'm sure there are some concepts that keep coming up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, after you hear it two, three times, you can really retain it. And the same is true for your, your audience. You know, sometimes they hear every episode, but there are people out there who are only hearing every three episodes. And so for those people, that kind of repetition is really helpful. Well, yeah, this happened today. Uh, we were at the, the CrossFit competition, and 
It's one girl. One girl standing next to me drinking a Red Bull. Oh, jeez. And then the other girl is, <laughs> is next to me drinking that, I don't know, the big, tall green can, whatever yeah. that one was. And uh-huh. I was like, God, you guys are literally consuming poison. And mm-hmm. um, they're like, yeah, but it's okay. There's zero sugar. And I'm like, I was like, no, there isn't. And like, what do you mean? It says right there on the grid. And I'm like, you don't read the grid. You read the paragraph. And then yeah. you go into the paragraph. And the very first uh, words in the paragraph, the words in the paragraph go in order based on quantity of ingredient. And like, how do you know all this? I was like, I didn't. I've learned it yeah. on the show. And then, yeah. I, and then I paused and I said, listen, we're here having fun. It's like if you took one homework assignment, go back and listen to such and such episode with such and such expert. Like I, I was just like, dude, I, if it, and it's not in my database of podcasts, I would then go, go listen to this podcast show or this expert. They have the knowledge. So mm-hmm. I love being able to actually just direct and connect. I love mm-hmm. that piece. Directing and connecting is so freeing too because then I don't have to sit there and I'm not trying to be a know-it-all. I, I love yeah. being able to answer questions, but I'm like, I'd rather have you hear it from the expert. Yeah. So. And, you know, so many people, it's incredible, like so many people are like that today where, you know, they have this enormous focus and commitment to their health and well-being. I mean, you were at a, co- a CrossFit competition. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are some pretty great athletes. Oh, yeah. And this is still kind of what they're consuming. You know, they just aren't getting great information, no. you know, so they need things like this because – you know, what good is your doctor's office, really? Well, and, and you listen to a couple of shows. So the thing I'm now reminding everybody, especially over the past year, is my new tag, a new extra tagline is, it's okay. We're all just at a different place in the timeline. Mm. Okay. I, I started getting heavily into podcasts probably five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. After a couple of years of that, I'm like, wait a minute. I have a platform that I want to launch. I want to help other people get their voices out there. And then boom, I launched my own show. But didn't plan on that. Right. And again, I, I mean, now where I'm at in the timeline, I'm definitely much further, but I'm still not as far as people that are way more expo- sure. explosive shows like Dr. Drew Pinsky, for example, or hmm. Joe Rogan, or my client, mm-hmm. Vinny Tortorich. Like these guys have massive shows and massive reaches because they've been doing it longer. Mm-hmm. So we're all going to always be at a different place in the timeline. All mm-hmm. I tell people is like, at least take the step forward. Don't take a step yep. backwards. Right. So, so yeah. Cheers, so, you, cheers to that. so DNA coaching. Yeah. That's a thing now. Like, what, yeah. was that was that a thing? Was there, before you guys and AJ, like, was that a title? Know. I don't know that it was. I, I kind of think that he might have made it up. Yeah. I mean, um, I feel like he should trademark that. Fair enough. Yeah. It, you know, the truth is, I, we talked about this a little bit before, but, you know, he, I love that he didn't go to medical school. I love that he became a biochemist and is doing things this way because it gets him out of that sort of, that rat race of, mm-hmm. like, prescribe you know, and then kick him out of your office and prescribe and kick him out. He instead is saying like, here, I'm going to do this work. And he does great work and he's impacting people on a grand scale, but you know, he can't do it all. And Mm -hmm. people were having to wait months to speak with Anthony um, and pay. It started out at like pretty, pretty low price point. I think it was like three, 400 bucks, but he, he cannot sustain that because, you know, again, well, time is money time is money and yeah. and he he's worked really hard to get where he is yeah. and so he's kind of running the show but he doesn't need to necessarily talk to everybody so he scaled it by um, adding a couple of us I think there are three of us now so you get some choice when you go to his website you kind of see who resonates with you yeah, um, there's yeah, a we haven't done some screen sharing it let's do that while you're saying that so because okay. um, I haven't been oh yeah there I am <laughs> <laughs> I forgot so, that he he uh, embedded some of the podcasts okay oh yeah that's fun sure so if you go to the DNA analysis link right there, you can click on DNA analysis. Yeah. And then there are a couple of coaches who... We um, have DNA coaches. Yeah. That's so of fun. course, he's at the top because he's the top dog. Oh, yeah. But you can see that things have gone way up to, to see Anthony. But you could see Cena. There you are. There, there I am. And then there's another one, Coach Maya, right underneath. She's, you know, she speaks to these people who are like really passionate about like super optimizing their performance. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to say, I bet she niches very well with peak athletes. Yes. Yeah. So the really elite athletes, those, those people tend towards Anthony. I think they're willing to wait to get like the extra that he can provide mm-hmm. in the conversation. Um, but Sina and Maya and I, we kind of, you can see we're very different. Like we just, people just pick who kind of resonates with them. Um, you know, I love I love this work so much. It's really it's funny. I have a job. My husband owns a his own business. I work for him. Nice. But but this is like what I just do because I love it. 
and because it's important and it just kind of this i mean to use your lingo like this is what kind of fuels me yeah. i'm really inspired by the people that i talk to um a lot of times it's you know people who just want to get the most out of life sometimes it's people who are really sick and are trying to figure stuff out like how can i get unwind this sickness well that's what connected in my brain just now when you said that people were waiting that long Mm-hmm. I mean, not granted, especially here in the United States, like we've, we're definitely an on-demand society. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I made a joke earlier this morning with somebody. I was like, man, we're so uh, – we have so many first-world problems, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, literally what we're doing right now, have, mm-hmm. being able to sit on a podcast, yeah. we're, we're going to talk about DNA health, maybe you know, tap into some of my stuff again, and it's like – People are in another country just happy to have clean, healthy food on a table. Hell, happy to have clean water. And we take all these things for granted. So it's it's pretty cool, though. I mean, that aside, it's pretty cool that we can do this. And, it is cool. Yeah. You know, what I'd say to that, though, is, you know, here we are in our first world and having real problems with the water quality mm-hmm. and real problems with, you know, the nutrient density in our plant foods and even our animal products because – we're kind of screwing it up. Like oh, yeah. We've been really, screwing it up for over 50 years. Let's that's come on. what I mean. You know, and now we're really struggling. So it's like, yeah, we do have some first world problems, but we also have some, you know, enormous problems that come with that, mm-hmm. that territory. And oh, that's the, what the impact of our pharmaceutical industry has mm-hmm. people underestimate it. And that's the problem. Like, and again, there's, there's some purists out there that say, well, if it wasn't, don't forget that, you know, before the drug was created, it came from raw ingredients sourced from the Amazon and there's some powerful herbs. I'm like, yeah, but, Look what we've created from that purity. Mm-hmm. Look what the side effects are in your body. And then look what you're peeing into your toilet. That Because mm-hmm. you know, that's the first world problem. We have toilets and plumbing. Mm-hmm. And then we're pumping that into our water treatment facilities that our cities manage, which mm-hmm. have a protocol based on general public health that was never designed to handle this level of toxicity in the water. Right. And this stuff isn't even being filtered out. And then it's passing right back into your clean water supply. Yeah. And I mean, for me, this is an issue of the haves and the have-nots. Like, you'll you'll get that water, in, you know, filtration system into your house. I'll get it, too. Anthony already has it. Um, yeah. Because he, know, we'll he did the full-blown, like, max mm-hmm. filtration. And then he's doing the remineralization, right? Mm-hmm. The, what, yeah. Is that reverse osmosis? And then, yep. yeah. you, then you add the, the good stuff back in. Yeah, so I had a reverse osmosis filter years. I mean, I've had it so long that it broke, and I have to get a new one. I just kind of <laughs> haven't gotten around to it. Um, but, you know, like, there, this is something that you and I have access to. Mm-hmm. Most people don't. Most people don't even know it's an issue. Well, here's um, the best part. We're talking about pharmaceuticals. A non-first world problem is you don't have to worry about going to another country and drinking yes. their level of clean water because they do. They are filtering it, but they don't have the concentration of pharmaceuticals. So. Right. They might actually be in a better situation. A better situation, right? As long as you don't get some weird bacteria. That, like, right, right. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I, like for example, there's a lot of these nonprofits that are trying to help people get clean water in Africa and remote villages around the world. Mm-hmm. So once they dig a well and once they set up a pump system and they get a basic filtration, that's probably cleaner water. Mm. Yeah, possibly. That's a great point. I mean, without me point. doing a lab experiment or having a water guy go out and test and compare, I'm like, well, Right off the bat, if you dug a fresh well into a ancient water supply that's never been tapped into and you put a filtration <laughs> system on it, there's no pharmaceuticals yeah. down there, I would hope, in another yep. country. <laughs> yeah. And if only pharmaceuticals was the only contributor, right? Oh, there's yeah. all these other, like, you know. Well, look at our, uh, our landfills that are leaching into the water tables, which mm-hmm. are full of plastics. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a. Actually, let's refresh the people listening to this, guys. Like, okay. we're not trying to create like end of the world conversation here even though it's going that way uh but that's how i got to know you know aj i mean anthony J is a bit of a guru when it comes to the impacts of plastics on our natural hormones right mm-hmm. yeah i mean is that, is that kind of like would you would you consider that one of the most impactful things that got you to geek out about him oh, it's the first thing that got me so we met and we talked and it's cool but he wrote when he wrote estrogeneration i mean and I'm sure you have heard that, but you've maybe listened to it instead of read it, but 
you know, if you've actually, I have the physical and the digital. You do. You have them both, right? <laughs> hey, so, man, when I when I meet a great author and a great scientist, oh, I'm making sure man. I'm buying all their content just because I know it supports them. Granted, yes. I usually audiobook it, which I did, uh, yeah. but then I went <laughs> back and read it too. So again, ladies and gentlemen, real quick, while, while you're saying that, I'll just show them on the website here for the video watchers. He's got the books listed around the site too, and he's this is already in my uh, Amazon influencer page. Uh, okay. on Amazon, people who click through my banner on my website, you'll get to the book section. This is in there. So it's called, uh, I always pronounce it wrong. Is it Chagrin or Chagrin? It's Chagrin. Chagrin. So Chagrin See? being like, oh, this is too bad. And Tonic being like, this is, but this is how we solve it. So he yeah. does address, this is the series is called Chagrin and Tonic. And he has more books under come. that series, like yeah. ready to come out. Yeah. Um, Esther Generation is the title of this book. I'm um, excited for that. When, uh, when, when the read. rest of the chapters come, I'm like, dude, I'm jonesing. But I mean, he's also been yep. doing so much research with the uh, Mayo yeah. Clinic and everything else. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how you have time. So you know, he's a busy guy. I mean, to get back to though that book, like, so you know, we were just talking, and but he wrote the book, and he needed some feedback and a little bit of editing help and stuff, and so he gave it to me to edit for him. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I read the book, I was fascinated by it, and also like everybody you need to know this you need to know that this is happening does anybody know that this is happening um i was super enthusiastic about it and i was like anthony like i don't i don't care what you do in your life i want to be part of it i love this you write more books i want to edit them i can't wait until they're ready for editing because i love that i get to read them before they get released to everybody else Ooh, the I early mean, the early early clearance oh yeah first I mean, in Astro Generation is one of those books that, you know, like I just buy for people all the time. Like, just read this book. Yeah. You need to have this. Um, anytime anybody talks about sort of like a hormonal situation or fertility or cancer even, I'm like, listen, you're going to do a lot of things. You're going to read a lot of stuff, but start here. This is a good place to start. Hey, I, I switched. I got, I, it took me a little while to convince the wife, but I eventually moved anything like for reheating mat you know, material. Mm, I got rid sure. of all the plastic Tupperware. Actually, mm -hmm. it was on our wedding list. We got we got um, our wedding list. We got married back in March, mm -hmm. and I had on there like uh, the pl the glass, you know, yes, glass Tupperware, if you want to call it that. I mean, I don't think yep. it's, you can't really call it Tupperware containers, yeah, glass containers. Um, yep. And even that's you not know. perfect because they still sell them with a plastic lid. Yeah. So it's like you gotta find that. But as but long it's as it's not hot, you yeah. know, as long as it's not hot coming into contact. I mean, one of the things I learned from Anthony is. You know, BPA has that really great marketing machine behind it, like BPA is so bad for you. But the truth is, is BPA is not even the worst of it. It mm. just, for some reason, that's what stuck with us in well, terms of messaging. And what I learned from him was it's really, as you just hinted, it's the heat and the contact because mm -hmm. it, it's the leaching, right? right? So it's like, okay, well, if the food is laying in the glass dish, granted, even if there's a vented plastic lid on top, that's still way better mm -hmm. than cooking in any form of plastic Tupperware, plastic wrap, mm -hmm. all exactly. that stuff. Yeah. So. And, you know, it's not just about getting BPA free. You're right to get glass because the other, you know, the plastics they use in place of BPA sometimes are worse yeah. than BPA. So, you know, you just got to be an informed consumer. Well, and uh, I believe we're going to tap tap in a little bit, kind of like a refresh on the health analysis that uh, yeah. Anthony did of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, but before we got to that, because, I, I, again, I'm, I really want to make sure people understand you and why okay. you're being brought to the forefront and why, you know, AJ reached out to me. And he's like, hey, man, I want to yeah. – he's like, are you game to bring on a, my coaches? I'm like, absolutely, dude. If they know what you know, like, cool. <laughs> so <laughs> so you clearly have a major impact discussion around fertility. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, think, let's, let's jump into that. Okay. So I think, I think that's why Anthony sent me your way. Um, particularly because I know you have a, a lot of people in your audience who are a little younger. You've got some millennials and people in their 20s. And it's like, you know, I don't, like we've talked before, I don't have a platform to talk about this, but you do. And so I think that's why he sent me to you because, um, you know, I heard a statistic a couple of years ago, and I'm curious if, it's, if it still holds true, but I think Chris Kresser on one of his podcasts, he said by the year 2020, one third of women will be infertile. Hmm. Um, and that's a staggering, staggering number of people, like for every more than three people out of every 10, you know, wow. not be able to have children. And that's just the women. And he didn't even really address the infertility issues with men oh, in sure. that in that statistic. Um, so like for those younger people now who are just kind of launching into adulthood and starting to make those choices, like I'm coming to you from the future. I was one of those people. I I was complete. I was infertile, you know my husband and I were married for 10 years. 
I'm sorry, 14 years actually, but when I got pregnant with our son, we have one son, Mm -hmm. Um, but only because, you know, I had to do it myself. I had to reverse the infertility myself. Um, It was like, I had all kinds of symptoms in my reproductive system that didn't seem to make sense. Like this hurts, I'm getting pain here. This is really uncomfortable. And every time I would go to a physician and say this, it's like, you know what? I got something for you. You could take the pill and that will make your symptoms go away. And I'm like, no, no, I, I want to, but can we figure out what's going on in here? Cause I feel like something's wrong. And yeah. I'm like, not hearing a root cause analysis. Nope. Not yeah. at all. And I, I think I went to three or four OBGYNs and a, my, my general practitioner. I didn't get anywhere. And I was starting to really be a worrier. Like, okay, it's not really about having babies. I was not concerned about getting pregnant. Yeah. I was super happy. Not You want to understand why your body's in pain. Yeah, it was more about, I was like, am I going to die? Yeah. Do I have cancer? Is this a huge thing? Like, well, I don't know. Because pain is your body talking to you. Exactly. I, people don't understand. Like, guys, like, if you want to cut it down to the basics, again, I know this is coming from a non-doctor. You're a non-doctor. But my like, guys, mm-hmm. like, okay, if I fall and hit something really hard, it's going to hurt. Yep. So if stuff inside of my body just starts hurting on its own. Yeah. And I didn't hit it. I didn't punch it. Uh, I might be concerned. What triggered yeah. that? Sure. It's, it's, you're right. It's your body sending you messages, you know? So, um, I decided like, and it was crazy. And I have to be honest with you. I have a little bit of a beef with that whole system. Like we talk about like the pill specifically, like it's healthcare, mm. but I was going in looking for healthcare and all I was getting was pain management and that's not healthcare. So, it's so common these days though, you know, every doctor I went to was like, take this pill and get out of my office, yeah. you know? And I'm like, that's not going to work for me. Well, and I don't want to rip on the doctors. I nope. I, I want yep. to sometimes. Uh, no, but, but in fairness, it's, I'm with it you. It is. It has to be our here at least here in the United States. Most of our medical system has become an assembly line. Mm-hmm. Most of the insurance companies are incentivizing a lot of medical practices to be a assembly line. Like, listen, ten minutes pop, boom, you get a bonus if you if you issue a script for a. And I'm not kidding you. It's you are. They are mm-hmm. literally being incentivized to script a drug. Now, mm-hmm. granted, some doctors do not want to do that then they do care so i don't want to mm-hmm. generalize that statement no. um but that's why especially this past year i've been really geeking out about uh like the, the blood panel stuff i sent to you is thanks to my chiropractor yeah, she's not that. just a chiro she's really i think marrying into that functional medicine world and i've had a few experts on in the past year helping helping our audience and me too i, mm-hmm. I learned from this I didn't realize there was such a massive shift going on for, uh, over mm-hmm. to the functional medicine side, not just the homeopathic, mm-hmm. but like actual functional medicine, understanding why things are functioning that way. What are the triggers that are taking it down the negative route? What are the mm-hmm. triggers that could bring it back to the yeah. positive route? It's so, yeah. so amazing. And I think there was like a pendulum swing. You know, it was like we went way far this way with just, you know, identifying symptoms and, and prescribing medication. It went so far that people were just like, no, no, no. Like we need to shush it back a little bit yeah um and it there are a whole lot more now than there were when I, i'm when i'm talking about my fertility i'm good talking about like a decade ago yeah i know um, and, that, and, and that, it, it took a lot it doesn't of work seem that long ago but it is if you look yeah. at the shift that has happened in the industry it's like that is a long time ago yeah you know so after kind of not being satisfied with the kind of care i was getting i just started to research it on my own um and i found so Wait, can we pause you know, on that yeah what did you just say I know that's the message. Like literally, that's my message. It's like, take control, do your own thing. You've got to tinker with your own body. I just recorded because a couple of shows this week yeah. with people, and we talked exactly about that. I've had past people like you bringing this up, taking accountability for your health. Yeah. Don't just pass the buck. This is your body, dude. Like, don't yeah. blame the doctor nope. who doesn't know how to address it because yeah. you're just waiting for the magic pill. No. Right. Okay. If you're not hearing what you need, take accountability. Start doing the research. Yeah, and, and, like, and oh, again, I don't have time for that. It's your body. It's your health. Yeah. Nobody else does if you don't. Yeah. You know, and in fairness to the doctors, they didn't become doctors to hurt people, no. right? They became doctors to help people, and they're using what they know, mm-hmm. right? That's what they're doing. And so if what they know is not good enough for you, you really do have to beat down your own path. Um, so in my research, I found I came across this book. You know, sometimes, like, the universe just lines up for you, and that's what happened for me. I'm just really grateful for that. But there's this, um, there's a style of functional medicine that is specific to your reproductive system, specific to women's reproductive systems, mm. really. It's called natural procreative technologies. Um, it's Fancy. super, yeah, it's super like popular. Natural with, like, procreative 
technologies. Mm-hmm. It sounds high tech. Um, it does. And you know what's funny is it's not as high tech as it sounds. Hmm. Um, it's really popular with people who are very, very religious because they want to not interfere with their body. Like sure. they would not use birth control. They would, you know, stuff like that. So if those people are having trouble achieving pregnancy, they would not, you know, they would avoid like IVF and stuff. Instead, they would try to go this route. Right. Um, but now, you know, because people are sort of looking at the risks associated with IVF and like all the drugs that you're putting into your system to achieve that. Um, and because like we were just saying, like so many people are suffering from infertility, people are like willing to look at this thing called natural procreative. It's called NAPRO for short, NAPRO tech. Oh, NAPRO? Like N-A-P-R-O? Right. Okay. Um, so there's this book I found, it's called NAPRO Technology Revolution. Um, and unleashing the power in a women's cycle is the subtitle. It's funny. The dust jacket looks like one of those old like douche commercials from the '90s. Like these, all these women <laughs> just like running down the street. I remember like, those yeah! commercials. Yeah. By the way, that well, stuff just... is. Please, ladies and gentlemen, do not stumble across old douche products. They are actually bad for you. Um, yeah, don't use them. No. Um, I just took the dust jacket off and like moved on with my life. But um, when I read about that, it, it's really a functional medicine approach to the reproductive system for women. And they cited a physician in Massachusetts um, that was like an hour away. So I started knocking down his door. That's it. There they are. I'm Look fast on the keyboard. There we yeah. go. Look Not at, pro like, technology revolution book. I, mm-hmm. You know what? Normally I have to get these people on the book, but if you are backing this up, I'm putting this in my book club on Amazon. Okay. So we're going to add that in. So it's in there, but thank you yeah, for bringing that up. The author is doc. I think he's a doctor, Dr. Thomas Hilgers or Hilgers. I think it's uh, Hilgers. It was, yeah. Yeah, MD. Hilgers, MD. So he started a um, an institute out of Omaha in Nebraska and where he trains people on this stuff. And it's, I think it's a, it has a religious name. I think it might be the, the Pope, Pope Paul VI Institute. Okay. Yeah, Pope Paul VI Institute. So again, like, you know, it's really kind of, it speaks to the people who don't want to interfere with their biology so like the religious tend to lend tend to go that way route okay um but so the guy who wrote the book is the guy who started the institute um so when i read that book and it it cited a a doctor in massachusetts probably about an hour away from me i just called his office like listen i'm in my late 30s or mid 30s at the time probably uh i don't know what's going on with my body but i can't get any answers and i don't know what to do about it so you know, believe it or not, the guy just called me back. I was at work in my classroom. The kids were all gone, and I pick up my double ring. Like I'm thinking it's a parent, and it's this Dr. Carpentier out of Massachusetts. Like, what? I couldn't okay. believe you called me back. Wow. Um, so that started this process. And what's interesting and funny about this is that, like, I don't. There are very few people in my life who even know I did this. Um, I don't really talk about it that much, not because I'm sensitive about it, but. You know, infertility is something that makes people really it's sensitive. It's a very sensitive subject. You know, and I don't bring it up because I don't want them to be uncomfortable, really. Well, because psychologically, some people feel like they're less, they could be less yeah. of a possible mother, father, right? Like yeah. they're they're trying to do what should come naturally. Exactly. And they, they feel self-conscious. There's so much psychology tied to that. And it feels like a failure, yeah. right? Like I'm failing at this. Um so, I mean, I, I never felt like that, which is why, honestly, like, I, I do feel like I have a responsibility to speak up on a platform like this because I'm not I, – I wasn't feeling like a failure. I was having a great life, and I, I have theories as to why I wasn't bothered by it. You know, who knows if they're right or wrong. But, um, but anyway, so I, I went down this path with this guy, and on that very first phone call, he I explained to him the same symptoms that I had been explaining to the other physicians, and – he diagnosed me on the phone. He's like, you've got endometriosis. And it sounds like a really pretty severe case. Wow. Like, yeah. Because like, he's seen this before. He's yeah. seen it before. And he is a doctor, again, with this, like, he, he does not a doctor who would use the pill to address this. So he has When you to say the, the pill, pills. you're referring yeah. to the pill, right? Like a birth control the pill. The birth control pill. Not any old pill, but the birth control pill. Oh, because, pill. again, yeah. whether it's a pill or any other birth control methodology – Mm-hmm. You're still changing mother nature's natural process. Yeah. Like no yeah. one technically is ever supposed to be on birth control. If you want to be right. a complete purist, and this has nothing to do with religion. I'm not religious. Sure. Like it's, I know. I'm agnostic. Yeah, I'm with you. It's like, dude, you're changing the natural biology of what's supposed to naturally occur. Yep. That's it. And I do think too, like 
we refer to it as healthcare. The rhetoric is a little bit interesting, right? We refer to it as healthcare, but we're what we're doing is we're taking a system that's probably working okay and and making it not work, right? It's well, sort if of like you go the far opposite. enough back in our nutrition, it's the same thing, yeah, right? Our, right? Our nutritional right. Uh, ideas of improving something. It's like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We totally went around the wrong path. <laughs> yeah. So, so no, for his purposes, you know, he needed to get to the, for his patients, he needed to get to the root cause because he wasn't going to treat the symptoms with the only medication that was really available to wow. treat them. So, so that's what he did. He, he sent me and I, I had like a laparoscopic surgery to um, kind of reverse the endometriosis. For your hmm. listeners who don't know, I don't, do you want me to get to the weeds on this? I don't. It depends. What I mean, it is. okay. I mean, is it, is it a long weeds? No, okay. you, endometriosis is when like the endometrial lining of your uterus, instead of just coming out of your body, if you don't get pregnant, right? it kind oh, of from your natural back. monthly cycle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It kind of, the blood would like kind of go back into your body. Oh. And then your immune response is like, wait, what is that? It doesn't belong here. So you're self-attacking, self so to speak. Yep, exactly. Oh. And it produces scar tissue and stuff. And so what they do is they just kind of put a laser in there. Like, like I have a couple of tiny, tiny incisions on my stomach. Yeah. They put in a laser and a light and another little thing to suck out whatever they right. laser off they just lasered off all of the so, so the body didn't naturally expel what is normally right. expelled you right. know ergo that time of the month or whatever you want to yep. call it yep. um it would you say got stuck in there because of a failed yeah. process yeah and okay. and i think the mystery at least to my knowledge i don't i still don't think we know why it does that it's sort of weird like hmm. why does it go back in instead of just it seems like coming out would just be easier but right. um it does and so it, it creates scar tissue and it kind of it does a few things. It strangles your ovaries. It strangles your fallopian tubes, and it also sets your hormones a little bit. Well, plus if you're then, because you, your immune system is designed to keep you healthy, or supposedly, and so then it's mm -hmm. going to attack that. That's mm -hmm. going to trigger inflammation, mm -hmm. and anything around the word inflammation inside of our human body is triggered to disease and other kinds yeah. of other side effects. It's just sure. we want to remove yeah. as much inflammation as possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, wow. so that's where he started. I mean, I never even saw the guy. He just diagnosed me over the phone and sent me to a specialist. Wow. Um, great guy. And then I did, he's a great guy, you know, to do this medicine, these doctors who are doing this don't make a lot of money because, you know, it takes a long time to, to explain to and people assess, what you're and, doing. Yeah. And it takes a long time to explain, like, I, I'll get into the process of the NAPRO technology if you want, but it just took a long office visits were at least an hour. Wow. at least. So, you know, he only got the same amount from insurance to do that as he would to see me for 10 minutes. So does so, that, is that, is that book basically a great helpful, does that explain all the weeds, so to speak of the NAPRO technology? It does a lot of them. Yeah, okay. it does a lot of them. And it's a good, it's a good book for like really understanding how your system works. Yeah. You know, if you can't, can't like tick back to your like high school biology, it'll do it'll good. Like it'll do good to shore you up. Okay. Um, I'm glad I added that to my uh, book, yeah. book club. It's area. a pretty good one, and it's not new. It's been around a very long no, time. No, I can tell that's that's not a new production. That's but hey, <laughs> again, if it ain't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, you know that's long standing for a reason. If no one's rewritten it or changed that much, the tech technology stands. So yeah, wow. Yeah, and I think it's you know it's one of these books. Like I had to search and search for it, and I had to go books. I was a long time ago. I was going to bookstores all over the state to just find it. Um, so if you can, if you have it up there, it'll be easy for people to get it. Like there are no excuses. You can access this. You know? well, and I if mean, I could do it, anybody can. It's clearly still a valid book if I could source it on Amazon. That, yeah. That's how I look at it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's awesome. Well, it's in there. It's now in, yeah, I have a, because when you, my Amazon influencer, people click on the banner on livingfuel.com, refresher mm -hmm. for the newer listeners. You click on the banner, it goes right to my influencer zone on Amazon and I have three mm -hmm. areas in there. I have one called like book recommendations, one called healthy finds and one's like my gear. Like I'm a big outdoorsy nut and, yeah. and here I'll screen share again. So you see how it's all laid out. But the cool thing is I can actually organize stuff. So like right now, once I've gotten there, I clicked on the book recommendations. So here's my page. You can also mm -hmm. just go there by amazon.com slash shop slash live the fuel. But so right here, I've already added it in, right? It's sitting right there now. Beautiful. So it's like a textbook. It's, it's like 63 bucks. Yeah, it's not, look, you know, when Anthony, like when Anthony Jay writes a book and it's really conversational, it's distilled, he's like a Rob Wolf writer. Like they write the science in a way that's really digestible. Yeah. This is not that. This is not <laughs> a fun read, you know. It's, it's but very, it's very, it's very science education. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's not but meant you know, to be a $9, you know, like throw it in and throw it out, move it on. Yeah. I think for some of your listeners, See, like if you're that. out there, there and you're is. having like pain, like you shouldn't be in pain, you yeah. know what I mean? So that. Like if you're in your 20s and you're like, I'm having pain, it's 
you know, or other strain, you search endometriosis, you can find the symptoms. But if you're having pain and things aren't like working right, like let's just uncover it. Don't right. wait because because endometriosis causes infertility. It's a it's a cause of infertility. So if you're like when people now we're starting to get married a little later and start family a little later, if you wait till you're thirty five or forty, hmm. it could be too late for you. You That's know? true. I mean, a lot of people are trying to say nowadays that thanks to modern science, people can have children later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I truly believe it's not science. I think it's because you got your health and fitness dialed in yeah. and you're really staying ahead of the curve on subjects like we're discussing here today, the impacts of yeah. plastics, hormones, heck, getting your DNA analyzed, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So, yeah. And the only people who are are able to get pregnant that late in life are people like who are people like you described, you know, and a lot of people don't live that way a lot of people are still eating the standard american diet or unhealthy and they don't even know it like i had no idea i was unhealthy i didn't look unhealthy yeah you know i was trim and i was fit but you know it's kind of funny because you got flutie flakes behind you on the shelf there i know isn't that, that it's such a lie that, that is something you don't eat uh <laughs> of course not that box <laughs> but it's is like funny. older than some of your listeners but that's a classic i remember flutie yeah yeah, yeah. great oh, athlete yeah. great athlete mm-hmm. so hey I, I respect marketing i respect it um <laughs> Well, actually, so, so listen, since I brought up DNA and I brought up genes mm. and stuff, let, let's yeah. spend a little bit on that before we have, we lose the show out because sure. um, I definitely just want to spend as much time as I could helping people understand that where you come from and why you're passionate and why you're on team, well, I'll call it team AJ, team, team mm-hmm. Dr. J or AJ Consulting. So um, so when you resent me my, I, I'm bringing it up here, my DNA sheet or whatever, yeah. real quick for the newer listeners, um, you could buy a 23ME you know, whatever. That's just one of the brands, but you could buy that DNA test. Now, granted, I paid for the uh, genealogical background and the health. Uh, Actually, it was a gift from my wife now. Now that I remember about it. Um, So romantic. I know, right? Because she knows I'm a geek. Yeah. And she's down. But then, then, you know, Anthony's like, oh, dude, wasting money on the health Uh side. I'm like, why? He's like, that's just whatever they decide to spit out on their website. He's like, let me Mm -hmm. do a deep dive into that, which is what you guys do. And now there's software that you use and everything else. Um, And then he spit me out a report. So you resent me a revised report. Let me share that here. And ladies and gentlemen, this is what you pay for, right? So they're not just going to spit you out a PDF document, which is great. Uh, And here it is. Uh, this has been revised. So there's some newer yes. enhancements in the software that you guys are using, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he basically did a revision on his software and it does go a little bit deeper. So I, I've never seen any of the documents from his old software. So I this looks couldn't the same. compare the two. I mean, as far same. as the look okay. and feel, it looks the same sure. as far this is just style. But I mean, I don't know. I'd have to bring them up with side by side. Yeah, not um, worth it. No. You know, I when I was... So that's what you would get as a client. You would receive that. And then, of course, we have a phone call where, you know, a coach will walk you through step by step every single problematic or noteworthy gene that that came up for you. Yeah. Um, and just sort of suss out a little bit the background. What does this gene do? Why is it an issue? Okay. Um, so we have a whole lot more information than what you have here. Um, so when I looked at I of course, I listened to that podcast, the podcast you did with Anthony to yeah. do your DNA. And then so some of the same genes I took the newer the newer report from this newer software and i went through and just sort of came up with a couple of categories of of genes that were worth discussing for you mm-hmm. and some of them you know he already discussed um if i remember correctly were, my the end summary if i can just pop in there was i wasn't that bad like i'm no. I'm, I'm actually looking i have pretty good genes <laughs> yeah you do you do and you know the good news for someone like you is you already live a pretty clean lifestyle so you know you're the genes that you do have that show up a little problematic are something that you can address. Okay. So, but what was interesting with the new software is that there were a whole bunch of, there was a category of stuff that, you know, I was like, geez, I think Anthony would have covered this if this showed up in the last report. Right. I really do. So those, those are a few things that we can talk about. Okay. Um, so there are like five And categories. tell me if you want me to scroll somewhere, by the way. No, so. we don't, you don't even need to. You can keep that up if you want to. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm going to start with, the, with your brain. You know, I know that you already know that you have a, a little bit uh, of an Alzheimer's gene that shows up. But for you, it's, it's a non-issue because your triglycerides are so low. Right. Um, but, you know, you had – interestingly, you have this, um, this oxytocin receptor gene okay. that makes you, like, less able to handle stress. Yes. Um, Ask my wife. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, I think that Anthony recommended some liposomal glutathione 
Yes, and actually, I'm on a one-month break from that right now, and I need to order more. So (laughs) get that. Yeah, I mean, there are other things. I mean, and this is a good example for your listeners too, because that kind of gets a little bit deep into the sciencey stuff. Okay. People don't necessarily need to understand, you know, like the gene, but it's more the recommendations that are super helpful. And like, like people do, like with you, is when I tell them they have this gene, like people like who are keyed into themselves are like, oh yeah, I totally have that. but, you know, there are things people can do. Like some of the interventions are like for this gene, it's like eat some dark chocolate, take a warm shower. That will increase your oxytocin and, and you will be better able to deal with stress. Okay. Um, you do have this sirtuin gene that is de- associated with decreased lifespan. Huh. Um, I think Anthony may have covered this a little bit with you, but, um, you know, most people have never heard of sirtuin, but they've heard of resveratrol which is the red wine. I think you're a red wine drinker. So yep. this is good for you because it's you the only, take... it's the only fruit sugar that goes into my body. <laughs> That's a good thing. Cause you've got some type two diabetes genes as well. Oh, my, fa- um, my, my father became type two. Yeah. yeah. Um, so a lot of people take resveratrol as a supplement to increase their lifespan, but it's a total waste of money unless they have this specific gene. Oh, okay. Um, but resveratrol also acts like an estrogen in your body. So if that's an issue for people, and it might be for you, we'll get to that later, is um, you could supplement these grapeseed proanthocyanidins, you know, that's a long, but you can, does sound fancy, Um, but it's a supplement you can buy and you do a one month on, one month off, and that addresses that. Um, But you, if you're drinking some red wine, you're probably fine. Okay. Um, So you do have, let's talk about the, the next category of genes it's the vitamin hormone detox bunch of genes you know you have six genes plus plus for both of them i should probably step back and explain i know you you probably know but for your listeners you have two copies you know you have two copies of dna in every cell because when you except for your sperm and egg cells because when those fuse together you get like one copy from your mom one copy from a dad and that's how you have your two copies. Okay. And so you can have like a plus plus for a certain gene or a plus minus or a minus minus. And kind of counterintuitively, the minuses are the good copies, the good versions of genes. Okay. So when we look at you, I'm looking at you for these six estrogen genes. You have plus plus for all six of them, which is pretty problematic because you don't have any good form of the gene to override the bad, bad form. Um, and what they and where are, are we all... at with this? Because I want to look oh, at it. Yeah. Sorry. Are we past uh, the so heart disease section? Yeah, we're in vitamin hormone detox. Oh, okay. Let me see oh, if oh, I can... yeah. okay. Way down. Leaky gut. Blah, yeah, blah, we'll blah. get to leaky gut after two. I'm kind of going out of order. That's fine. That's cool. It might be helpful for you to follow along. It... Yeah, we're in here. There if you scroll go. down, it will say estrogen. Specifically, it will say estrogen. Okay. Yeah, right there. there so right go. under there, see you have that FGFR2. FGRF2, yeah. Yeah. So right around there all of these genes that I'm about to talk about are the pretty much the same like narrative, so to speak, but you, these genes are all related to estrogen clearance in your body. So, and for you, you do not effectively or efficiently clear estrogens out of your body. Hmm. Um, And so artificial estrogens that are coming at you from the environment are, you know, very sticky. They stick to you. Um, That sauna, I see you highlighted the use of sauna at least three times a week. Sweat it out sweat it out you know for people who haven't read the book like i mean my husband read the book and he went in our basement and built a sauna because he was like we got to get this out um but I you lo- have i love saunas you have all of them so was, you also are, are exercising too and i that is also an effective way you gotta just sweat it out it doesn't really matter well how you and do it. earlier in the report mentioned how i benefit from skipping breakfast and doing intermittent yeah. fast. i do tons uh, i'm a Good. big keto guy i do tons of intermittent fasting all the time mm-hmm. um like this morning, I actually had eggs and bacon because I had to go, you know, judge a CrossFit comp. But normally, I just I I can go until one, two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do a lot of uh, nutritional detoxification and cleansing as well. I'll do mm-hmm. actual full fast for forty eight hours, you know, with vitamin support. So yeah. um, I know, you know that I helps. I've, I've even found in my so my son is four, and every once in a while, like he just won't want dinner. Like yeah. I'm not hungry. And whenever I see like a kid doing something that like nobody else has imposed on them, mm-hmm. it kind of shows me like okay, this is sort of the natural state. And like he intermittent fasts all the time just by show like I'm not hungry, so I'm not eating, and it's fine. He just waits until breakfast the next day, you know. So here, here's um, my question, hmm. because admittedly, I've, I've been past year or two, I've been heavily. You know, because I tell people all the time, like, if you don't, you can't knock it till you try it. So mm-hmm. I'm currently doing uh, extensive testing on myself, kind of an N1, on a, you know, 
ketogenic style, but more carnivore. So mm-hmm. it's interesting because most of your tips in here mention eating broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just wondering if I'm then not detoxifying that as well because I don't eat that stuff right now. Well, so. that's a good question. I'm glad you asked it because if you're using the sauna and you're sweating while you're doing your CrossFit, you are detoxifying. Right. If you're not working out, you're not sitting in a sauna, these vegetables are another way to kind of sap out okay. those artificial estrogens. So you're So fine. it's not necessarily required. Because right. I do a lot of endurance training. I'm a big cyclist. So especially mm-hmm. in the summertime, like, oh, well, I'll do 50, 60-mile rides, and yeah. I'm sweating. I, yep. I, I get done. I got I got salt stains on the chin strap of my helmet. So, <laughs> You know, I don't know if, Anthony, talked about this on a past podcast, so you can stop me if you need to, but there's been research done with, like, nicotine patches, but without the nicotine. Yeah. Um, and they put them on people's bodies, and then they put some people in a sauna, and they put some people not in a sauna. Oh, to see how much is absorbed? like the... And, like, the nicotine from the sauna people, those patches are, like, full of, like, BPA and phthalates and all of this gross stuff. Yeah. And the non-sauna people, like, had nothing. So it's just the sweat. As long as you're sweating it out, the bike rides are probably the best because you're in the heat too. Yeah. Well, and I'm in ski season now. So like every time we take a trip out to Colorado, uh, the place we go to has got, we always hit the sauna at the end of the ski day Mm -hmm. and it's, yeah, beautiful, awesome. And then jump in a cold shower, jump in the snow. Yeah. You do have one other estrogen concerning estrogen, um, gene, you have a plus minus of it. So it's not like the, as dire for you as it would be for someone who has the plus plus. Okay. Um, but Is that this the CYP? One, yeah, the CYP B, CYP1, B1. Mm-hmm. Um, that one, you know, Dr. J writes about it in his book too. It's it's the gene like in men, he'll see gynecomastia, like basically like man boob problems. Oh, I had that problem men. when I was younger. I had little, I always I always felt like I had like fat behind the nipple and I started yep. Googling it and I, I was actually, this is years ago, I thought mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to go get one of those like man boob surgeries, but I was a tall, <laughs> lean dude. Yeah. I just had that, what do you call it again? It's called gynecomastia. Yeah, that's what I found when I Googled. This is like over 10 years ago. Yeah, That's funny we're bringing that up. Yeah, it's crazy. And But really, that is a result of just a lot of estrogen buildup. So uh-huh. now that you're sweating it out, you probably don't have that problem quite no, so much. they've been gone for a while. Like, yeah. So I always wondered that. I'm like, what did I do? Because like, I do detoxes, I'm fasting, and like, mm-hmm. I can get lean and cut. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why do I have that? Why did I have that? It was just... I didn't have full-blown man boobs, but there was right. definitely some collection behind the nipple region. It was just yeah. enough to like, what? what's going on there? And then yeah, over the past well, over 10 years, it's been gone for a while. Yeah, and it's not not only do you have just the plus minus for that gene, but you have the plus plus for a whole bunch of other estrogen clearing right. genes. So like you were really stacked to get that. Wow. Um, we, so. we did not hit this heavily on this stuff. This is cool. Yeah, and I, I when we get off the phone, I can give you a little bit more information too, but and then Anthony really covered, I know he, he already covered the, um, the catecholamines like from last time about how you, your body will rid itself of water. You oh, know, yeah. I'm a hydrating and machine. Salt. I'm yeah. a, I'm a water and salt machine. So, yeah. Um, so that's, that's pretty much it for the vitamin hormone and detox. Okay. Um, if we head over, do you want to do the diet ones? And we talk about your diabetes genes. Okay, um, yeah. I, I only pulled out genes that you had the plus plus for, okay. you know, just to kind of, I was big on the vitamin D thing too. I, I yeah. we could hit a refresher on that because I am taking a vitamin D three supplement that mm-hmm. my uh, that Vinny makes his company. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you have five genes, um, the plus plus version of for type two diabetes, which right. you know you're probably not a surprise to you because you know your dad your dad got he that. didn't always have it. He got it like 15 years ago. Mm. So and again, he doesn't live the same lifestyle we did when we grew up on a farm. So yeah, yeah, um, so. Basically, all of them just raise your risk the potential for the potential to get type 2 diabetes. Okay. But it's specifically, for a lot of them, it's kind of tempered with, you know, it's it increases your risk if you're eating the standard American diet. Um, or it increases the risk if you're deficient in zinc, you know. And your dad, didn't your dad always tell you to take zinc? I mean, he was Yeah, right. we did it for uh, uh, boosting your immune system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it can also, you have, a, you have a gene in your body that's um, related to the a, zinc transporter so if you don't get like 100 percent of your daily value of zinc it just increases your risk for type 2 diabetes well i just ate a pound of red meat last night yeah well (laughs) i'm sure you're getting plenty of zinc right (laughs) um you know interestingly though there was in your i noticed this come up in your labs that you sent over um there's another there are two more type 2 diabetes related genes um and generally if like it can lead 
for you to have higher blood sugar, even if you consume the same amount of carbs, like as somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed, so Dr. J's recommendation is like for you, for these genes, you want to keep your fasting glucose levels below 90. Okay. Um, and while everything else I saw that I'm, you know, experienced enough to interpret on your labs, which isn't much, everything else looked awesome. Your glucose was pretty low, but it was 92. Yeah. Um, so just slightly over 90. So, you know, I don't know if that's something. I can't remember that what happened wanna... that day. Oh, I know what happened that day. When Did I went you and had eat the... a Snickers? No. Yeah, right. When's the last time I ate a freaking <laughs> Snickers? Are you kidding me? No, honestly, you know what I screwed up that day? They told me I had to, you know, be in a fasted state to go and get my blood test done. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I went so fasted, like I didn't even drink water. Oh, wow. So when I woke up that morning, like they had a hard time going and actually doing the blood draws and everything else. Yeah. And, uh, I, and I just donated blood yesterday. So like I'm, I do it every eight weeks. Like I'm a regular man. I call people, it's like, give your bone marrow an oil change, man. Like suck it all out and let it reproduce again. Um, <laughs> that's my unofficial position on it, but yeah, it's, it's, I, I was like, dude, I was dehydrated. So it's mm-hmm. like, and also I did, I, I learned from another, uh, cholesterol expert actually from our movie, the fat of documentary that he's like one of the hacks, um, Dr. Eric, what's his name? Westman, Dr. Eric Westman. He's like, Dude, you know what you want to do is like you just eat a bunch of healthy cholesterol right before you go for your blood work. That actually drops your natural cholesterol levels. And people are like, what? What? Yeah. yeah. Because if you fast and you didn't have any like, – everybody gets all freaked out for their blood work. So they mm-hmm. actually cut their cholesterol out. Well, now your body's you're just telling your body to kick up natural yep. cholesterol production. So yeah. I was wondering if that was part of it too. So, yeah, I was too – That's a good question. Out. You know, I had the, a client recently who is real – like – emphasize like emphatic about like stay i'm staying on this plant-based diet because Mm. her cholesterol shot up you know and it's like i just sort of expose her to this other idea and then see what what happens for her but it's like people see that in their blood labs and they really misinterpret it you know well i actually the biggest hack i learned also is that if you if you're worried about your cholesterol well first of all if you're living in an anti-inflammatory lifestyle like i do then you don't have to worry about your cholesterol sticking because your blood yeah. vessel walls are not inflamed from sure. the sad the sad diet, sugars and grains and everything else, which I don't consume. Mm-hmm. So I'm not worried about my higher cholesterol. Plus, mm-hmm. they said if you really care, then go get a particles test. Get a calcium yes. test and a particles test. Mm-hmm. Those That's the deep dive that you really need. Would you mm-hmm. agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Right. And, this so, and the science of it is funny. It's so complex that I don't, I don't even bother to like get into it. I just remember like – it's not about how much is there. It's about how big are the particles, Okay. right? That's kind of how I think about it. Cool. Um, so another one I would call to your attention, only mainly because this is sort of having a moment, like metformin is having kind of a moment right now in the, um. the health industry and the wellness. But um, for you, in your case, you have a plus plus for this metformin gene. Um, and it indicates that you're actually a poor responder to metformin. So don't waste your money. Don't well, lie. and according to most of the gurus, they tell me they don't recommend it anyway. Yeah, uh, there's so no. many other things we should be doing, so you don't need that. So, yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, good. Um, you also had a whole bunch of leaky gut genes. Okay. That I would imagine are probably rectified through your through your lifestyle and your diet. Same, like um, that's pretty bomber. It's awesome. Yeah, I would bet you, you bet your gut is gorgeous yeah. inside. But I, I mean, admittedly, um, to prove it, that's my next step. I'm gonna get a, uh, I'm gonna do a gut analysis because I'm like, mm. all right, well, let's prove it. That's why I started with the DNA stuff. That's why I mm-hmm. finally did the blood panel. So I'm baby stepping, and then I'll probably do a full blown hormonal analysis because yep. I'm a geek. Uh, <laughs> so where do you? How do you get a gut analysis? What do you do? Uh, they test your crap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, like, but they, no, they, I was curious. So do they do they like try to tease out what kind of bacteria you have I, in there? I, I'm still digging into it because I've had so many gut people on that everybody's got a, a couple different tests and different labs that they use. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to go back to my functional medicine person and see who they actually recommend. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, they're, they're the ones who are going to have to read it and study it anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like the next frontier, you know, and we don't know a lot about it. So I'm always afraid to take – like I'm not trying to get SIBO, so I don't want to take any like – probiotic but I, I just try to eat yeah. stuff and like take my kombucha and all that we shouldn't again back to purity if you're living a proper lifestyle and right consuming the right nutrition and you've taken all the other steps like you shouldn't need a probiotic so yeah. people who are just pumping their bodies full of probiotics on a daily basis it's a guessing yeah. game because you it don't is. even know what you're trying to help with yeah so and I we just don't, don't know do what it. we don't know what they address i mean i had to have my son by c-section so we were both like given this full 
like antibiotics. So afterwards I was like terrible. looking everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I really didn't want to do it and I did everything I could to avoid it. And but then, then I, he didn't it pass wasn't through the natural canal process. Right. So he didn't get exposed to the natural bacteria that, exactly. that is on your, I mean, I've, yeah. I, I've been, see, I've been paying attention. I so. know. So I took, we, there's this dairy farm. It's actually right in Foxborough, right behind Gillette Stadium where the Patriots play. There's like a huge dairy farm back there, but they oh. sell raw milk. So I could go in and get, I started consuming milk again just to get the bacteria from it. Yeah. But he was like a newborn and I used to take him out and like rub his little hands around the barn I played, and stuff. I played in a lot of dirt and I shoveled yeah. a lot of crap when I was a kid. So yeah, like a lady yeah. came in and I was like, uh, just, we're just working on the gut biome. Like, I'm just hoping that I'll, I'll either throw her off or I don't know. Okay. She didn't blink an eye. Um, but yeah, the, the, you do have a whole lot of plus plus for a lot of leaky gut stuff. Yep. Um, interestingly though, there's like a cannabinoid receptor gene that you can take. Like if you ever find yourself in a position where things get thrown off or like you have, you have to have a course of antibiotics, something you can actually take like a high quality CBD to help shore up your, your gut. Which I have. Cause yeah. I also now have a medical card too. I don't talk much yeah. on the show, but I'm like, I can get whatever I want. So uh, is it, I didn't know, is it legal? It's legal in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Too yeah. beautiful. It it's- and actually, they have the most stringent uh, pharmaceutical analysis testing on the quality oh, yeah. compared to like Colorado and California. So mm-hmm. I, I never used to talk about it. I'm like, well, if Joe Rogan can, I don't care. I work for myself. Yeah. I mean, I mean so yeah, yeah. I, I, I did it to get access to a pain cream, which mm-hmm. I don't even really need anymore because I have my shoulder rebuilt twice. But if, I was like, I want to I want to know what this stuff does. So yes. try it out. So. And there's Cresser had a guy on, I can't remember the, the doctor's name, but he was talking about like CBD and how yeah. like there are different qualities of cbd but like Definitely. a really high quality one will almost like triage your yeah. symptoms in your body it's really and there's a horrible. there's a balance of the right thc and cbd ratios to really yeah. promote anti-inflammatory benefits there's so much stuff happening i'm yeah. excited to dig into that deeper down the road as well yeah i am too i'm really into that yeah um do you want to just we have, you have one sleep gene that's worth noting um you have i you sleep went great over- unless my wife kicks me <laughs> well, here's good. This is good news for you then. Um, and I know Dr. J already kind of addressed most of the sleep stuff that I pulled out, but this one he didn't get into. It's kind of rare in some nationalities um, more than others. But if you do get less sleep, like your cognitive memory is really would be pretty compromised. Yeah. And so one of this gene actually reveals is that, and there's a little bit of disagreement about this, I think, in the medical community. But for you, like nicotine is in a, in a good like intervention if you are like really low sleep and you have to perform you could do like a nicotine patch or something never smoked a cigarette in my life i won't put that yeah. stuff in my body well well cigarettes definitely not <laughs> definitely yeah. not but but no, for even some nicotine people, i want nothing to do with yeah. it but. i don't either I don't, I don't like it because i just don't want to mess around i don't know what my addiction genes look like so i wouldn't want to put it on yeah. but i think that's kind of an interesting one that like just yeah. sort of sticks out for me cool Oh, real quick, um, just so you know, we're coming up on the close of the show because I have another one okay. right after in a couple minutes. Yeah, so. well, that's it. That wraps us up. And actually, yeah, the D3, I think, is the same thing he had last time, which just confirms that actually I take the D3 that uh, Vinny created mm-hmm. is is actually designed. It, the D3 is a K1, K2, mm-hmm. and the carrier is pure Italian olive oil. Oh, beautiful. Because D3 metabolizes best on healthy fats. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a great vitamin. So I'm, I, I, I take that. So. That works for that too. Well, I'm like, I'm going to print this out and compare it to my other one on file. I mean, I have it in digital too, but I want to go see how much has changed and highlight it. Mm-hmm. And then if I see a lot, because you never saw the original report. Mm-mm. Oh, well, if you want, I can scan it and send it back to you. And just yeah, for your I'd love own. to see it. Yeah. I'll check them out and see what they look like. Yeah, I want to see how much changed on the software. That'd be cool comparison mm-hmm. too. So yeah. Well, this has been great. Do you feel like we accomplished something? Uh, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Well, I hope I, you can use it. <laughs> I am because I'm actually because uh, we actually we've had a couple of uh, episodes about seasonal affective disorder, mm-hmm. and you brought that up in here too. And I've been thinking about buying those aura rings anyway, yeah. just to see how my sleep is like. So yeah, yeah, I'm a huge yeah, advocate. Cool. I mean, I have I use blue blocker glasses. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a blue blocker glass overlaid over the phone. Ooh, I want that. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Uh, some kind of guards. I got it at AT and the cell phone store, but they had. Mm-hmm. Whatever brand guards with a Z that they sell, yeah. you can get the optional glass protection with a blue blacker in it. So mm-hmm. I was like, yes. Those aura rings, the aura rings are cool. Have you seen the aura rings or oh, just yeah. kind of heard about oh, them? I've been... Like Anthony's wife has one. She let me borrow it last time she was in town. Yeah. And like, I couldn't believe about my, I was having terrible sleep. Who knew? The details are pretty impressive. That's why I like, yeah. that's, again, it's on the list. Mm-hmm. I know. So, um, <laughs> well, listen, uh, I do have to cut out and hit another show. I hope this benefited you for your first ever podcast. It was a pleasure. Um, Thank you. Did you? Ha- Here's the thing. If you've yeah. listened to other shows, I do ask mm-hmm. my 
guest co-host to leave behind some all-encompassing comments or a final words, if you will. And how, how would you like to close the show out? You know, I think the message, the only message I can give is really to, you know, for people to not be afraid to hold themselves and their medical professionals accountable for what's going on in your own body. Um, you don't have to settle for somebody telling you something that you feel like is in insufficient, but you do have to be accountable for finding the information yourself. A lot of it's out there. Um, so you just be your, be your own advocate. I love that. So take accountability, be your own mm -hmm. advocate. Mm -hmm. It's simple. That works. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, I'll hang tight. I'm giving proper goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, our first ever DNA coach on the Little <laughs> Fuel podcast. Uh, I think AJ might have to, uh, you know, trademark that. I'm not sure if that's the thing. You can or not. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed hanging out this Saturday afternoon. Uh, this is what we do to help pass knowledge on in the world. Take some accountability. Be your own advocate. Do the self-work. We're all going to be at a different place on a timeline. It's okay. So I hope you guys had some fun. I hope you guys learned a lot. I hope you guys enjoyed the Facebook live feed as well. So thanks for tuning in with Karen Kelly of AJ Consulting. We're here to fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle. And remember, you too can live the fuel. And we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.